Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's Gareth here from the Wise Men Say podcast. Just reminding you before you get your ears around the latest episode, if you live in London, then get yourself along to the Southwark Brewery on the 2nd of September. That's next Saturday for our live show featuring David Priest. It's £10 a ticket. You can get it at wisemensay.co.uk. And there's going to be free drink with every ticket. There's going to be food. There's going to be a good time. So if you're in London and you're free next Saturday night, get yourself along and join us for a few drinks. Welcome along to the Wiseman's Here podcast. If the defeat to Leeds was a reality check, then Saturday was just a reminder of why we all actually hate football and we hate Sunderland. And we hate Sunderland. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to well, start. Well, it's like, you know, that, that piece we bigged up in the Guardian with that American girl who uh, who found herself supporting yeah. Sunderland and the conclusion of that piece, sorry if you haven't read People it, you, should, you should have read it by now, Spoiler was, alert. was that she was in a place where she could call them losers and express a hate for them and and a fellow who was just an fan said well done you know what it's like to hate yeah. your own football team <laughs> and we're back there very much I hate, um, like i hate the idea of all these people you know they've got no affiliation to sunderland as a city or whatever just finding themselves having to support sunderland yeah it's, i don't mind if they're, join, if, if they're joining with the misery that's all right but well, if you wonder, not, you wonder if it's better or worse, or isn't it? Because we kind of here, but we're not out of choice, really. You know, it's either your family are from Sunderland and the Sunderland fans, or you're from Sunderland yourself. Yeah. That's normally why you would support them, isn't it? Um, but you know, could be worse. Could be an Arsenal fan. <laughs> okay. yeah. I mean, yeah. if you think our defending was bad, <laughs> or our midfield was mm. yeah. anonymous. Yeah. Shall I let people know who's in the studio? I'm sure Just most us. people know. Let people know who's not in the studio. Exactly. Well, that's where I was going to go with it. Uh, Myself, Stephen Goldsmith, joined by Gareth Bog and Rory Fellow, as usual, really. Craig Clark was supposed to be making uh, an appearance today. Um, and I quote, Really sorry, lads, I'm going to have to bail. Sick lords last night, can't really stand up. <laughs> Thought a bit more sleep would sort me out, but no way, I'm in a fit state to drive. Sorry, lads. I was going to say, like, what a, what a lad, like, going out <laughs> and, like, <laughs> getting lashed yeah. in that, but... Then he's not turned up, has he? That's like not very, not very laddish. He's acknowledged. He's acknowledged that uh, it was poor on his part because he said uh, he's called himself pathetic and said <laughs> absolutely lost the plot on Rome. Lol. <laughs> he's Darren <laughs> Gibson, actually. That's what he's done, hasn't he? <laughs> Need to up me drinking game for next week. So there's some acknowledgement there. I guess. Um, but what we did, though, we wanted to make them work, didn't we, for it? And said, well, we want five things you learned from the game from you. Because uh, that's, the, that's the craze at the moment, isn't it? The, the paper. Along with the things. <laughs> Revealed. So shall, we, shall we have a look at Craig, Craig's observations? Go on, then. Were from Oakwell at the weekend? Number one, I haven't read these, I haven't proofread them, so I'm just going to. Uh, this is a bit of a leap of faith. I've read not, them, they're all right. All oh, right, okay. I just, cause I've just noticed he was doing it. So, well. Um, right, number one. 4-4-2 needs to be binned. I was an advocate of it when we bossed Derby, but if Barnsley can control us like that comfortably, it's no use. All we're doing is accommodating a not very good <coughs> forward in Vaughan. We spoke him Saturday night, he was very critical of Vaughan, Craig, wasn't he? Mm. Like, very, very. Yeah. He's getting off lightly there with that, with that little summary. Uh, number two, we need a goal scorer. As Bruce would say, <laughs> you're only as good as your strikers. Uh, we, I was going to ask you to do the impression, but it was Craig who did Steve Craig Bruce, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, he'll have been doing that in his own voice. <laughs> um, 
We haven't got goals in that team as it stands. We'd like to see us play 4-3-3 with grab and wide, but we need someone to lead the line. Number three, defence's disorganised mess. Does it lack protection from midfield or we, do we need O'Shea to sort it out? It could be a bit of both, but I bring O'Shea in at least to try and solve the problem. Number four, desperate for squad depth. We haven't got a great deal of quality, but just as bad, we really lack options. Poor as Vaughan is, if he gets injured, we have no replacements for him. Midfield is an injury or two away from crisis. We already knew this, but with Vaughan struggling badly yesterday, it was hard to see where Grayson could change it. His substitutions had next to no impact. Right. My hangover swallowed the fifth point I was going to make, and then he puts an expletive there. And on, only George Colton's allowed to swear on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Not Craig. Yeah. We do. I mean, you, you can swear, but it means Gareth's got a mark or something. I just have to take a box. You have to, <laughs> that's it. Oh, is that all you got to do? Yeah, yeah. All right, you lazy twat. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm still not so the championship's done. Like we, we try, in the Premier League, we try to always be on our best behaviour. Now in the championship, just, we've given up. We've pulled the ripcord. I'll it's still not English I'll, English podcast yeah. for English people. Mm, English I'll still swearing. not. Um, I'll still not use the uh, read out the expletive because it would just be it would be crass. That wouldn't it? It'd yeah, be, there'll be no need. Yeah, two on the nose. Yeah. That would, would be crass. That would be indeed. Any any of those points reiterated? I mean, he, he dropped Vaughan in as much as he could. They as did, much as he uh, could there and I did see a couple of weeks ago I wasn't too concerned about Vaughan because there was a lot of rubbish in this <laughs> league but uh, Barnsley um, one of the ones tipped for relegation this season so no great shakes and if he's, if he's, if he's really struggling it, it emphasises the fact that we need something new in doesn't well, it I spoke to the, the um, Barnsley fan on the, the show last week and he said there wasn't, they didn't really have any threats and we shouldn't really have anything to fear and <laughs> We got absolutely well. Well, to be fair, they when start, he said that started though, well, and then like the, you know, when, when, once they got the first goal, it's the first time we've probably seen this season that that sort of bad old Sunderland attitude, yeah. the familiar. the collapse, um, and you know the the, t- the first two goals, I think it's probably bad goalkeeping from Wright for the first one didn't get pushed the ball safe when he should have. Um, who have the bigger reputation for collapse in Sunderland or England's batsman or cricket? I think that's a <laughs> joke from the 90s. <laughs> is it? Yeah, it is, yeah. England batting collapse jokes. Very much a 90, late 90s phenomenon, that one. It still yeah, happens. It does, but not as frequently. One of the best teams so in the Sunderland world. So Sunderland is, is Sunderland England the are like one of the second or third best Test, test match style are, in the world, yeah. Stephen. But anyway, that doesn't mean they're not capable of collapse necessarily. I know, they're still, like fa- Arsenal, they're still famous the best, for it. Like, yeah, exactly. One of the best teams in the Premier League. Yeah. And, and Sunderland, are, good Sunderland are a professional football club still, but they're still famous well, for the collapses. Yeah, I mean, what? God, Gareth getting defensive of England cricket. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's too early for him to watch them in that. It's cranky. I am. So does feel weirdly early, doesn't it? Like it's usually like six hours later. My voice feels like a lot lower than normal, which is worrying for the listeners. Yeah, Might I still feel a bit more like, boring. Yeah, a bit dry in the throat. Yeah. still. you've yeah. normally got all day to think about your content and what you're going to yeah, say yeah, and yeah. stuff. I was in bed like <laughs> yeah. five minutes ago. Just um, out. But um, what was talking about? Yeah. <laughs> so, kind of it was. It's a funny one when you look at say someone like Billy Jones, who we all thought, oh well, he'll be fine in the championship, and it feels as though he's he looks a lot worse than I thought yeah. he was going to be. I think that's the interesting thing with what Craig says about. The defense. I think the centre halves, by and large, through throughout the first few games, have looked quite yeah, good. Looked all right, yeah. But then again, at the same time, you've got to say we're not keeping clean sheets. No. So there's there's obviously an issue there somewhere. I think Corney and Browning look all right, but there's obviously an issue at fullback that we knew. Obviously, there was a problem there with Galloway. It was really obvious. But probably until the last couple of games, Jones has got off quite lightly. But what's the option? <laughs> like it's I mean, it's going it's Donald Love, isn't it? And that in itself is, I mean, unless he's just looking for banter reasons to play him. But it's still yeah, a Donald, bit of a Love risk. Would, Donald Love would argue he scored his last time. Yeah, 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 true. But Billy but, Billy Jones scored against the Mags. Like yeah. you can't take on it, take it all on at that end. I mean, with Browning for the for the second goal was it was poor that really rubbish header. Y- yeah, yeah. An, it was good finish. Like I mean, from a tight angle and oh yeah, like, I'm not... again like it, th- how deep were there? Like he's heading the ball. Like away from inside his own six-yard box, mm. and you just think, you know, could the keeper have come and taken taken that yeah. problem away by just stepping out and, and pick, catching the ball? Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's why 
he was playing steel because and trying to keep a consistent back five. Um, yeah, the and co- then, cohesion doesn't seem to be there at all. And then you look it? at the, you know, he's made two changes in in the back line, and we've conceded. And the two changes three. fans would have made as well. Yeah. I would say oh, before totally. the game, so there's no blame attached there. The, no, no. The changes of personnel is made. I think they'll, you know, they'll, in time they'll, they'll be the right changes. Um, but you've you've got other issues, and the, the reason why the back the back line was probably under a bit more pressure than they should be because we never really got a grip of the midfield um, once. And why is that happening then? Because we, we we've came on here and we've put, pushed our chests out before and said the Catamol mm-hmm. and Don could dominate midfields. Well, but they're not going to do it every time, are they? That that's the if, if they don't and and we don't defend properly, yeah. you can't you can't just have a situation where, you know, you, the same players get you out of everything. You know, you've got to allow for the fact that in certain games, certain players who you hang your hat on aren't going to deliver, so, and you need other players to come in. The problem is when when once the as we said as we said before, the same problems that we knew existed are still still remain. It's just sometimes accentuated by the bad result, and you look at it, and that's what's happened. The the players who you'd hang your hat on to make something happen didn't. Um, McGeady didn't get into the game at all. Um, I think Graben was probably our best player again. I thought he was working off absolutely nothing. Yeah, um, he was holding the ball up quite nicely and, and trying to bring other people in. Create, Maybe, created a lot for himself, didn't yeah. he? That one where he nicked it off the halfway line, he yeah. got quite like to start a movie, got quite unlucky off. But his, fin- his finishing was yeah. a little bit. Does so it just but down to final, personnel or, or, or formations final, like well, breaks? Isn't no, it? I don't. I don't think it's down to formations. I just think it's about individual individuals not doing what they need to do. And you know, the final ball, like Honeyman had a few opportunities to pick people out in good areas and completely fluffed his lines. Really. Um, Simple passes as well, and you know it, you've got to be more clinical. Like I think that's what's what we've seen. And look how clinical the teams we've played against have been when they've had one chance and scored. Yeah. And we have like three chances, don't take it, and then they go up the other end and score. And that's that's what it's been like in every game. The pattern <coughs> of every game has been exactly the same. Is, yeah. is this, in, I can't think of a game that we've played this season in the league that hasn't adopted the same. We've started like a house on fire. First twenty-five minutes, we've dominated. We've, we've sometimes we've scored, sometimes we haven't. They get a chance, take it, and then maybe apart from the Sheffield Wednesday game where. We had a good first half, and then they battered us in the second half. I think Norwich was a little bit different, to be fair, because yeah. we were really clinical that day. But we were, but we took the chance ever, that day. But, but the pattern of play, then, but yeah. the pattern of play is the same. And if you don't take the, we, we didn't exactly create. We might have created five chances in that game and scored three, but when we create five chances and score none, no. But we were still clinical in that game. Yeah. Was, was more the point I was making. Which even on Saturday, for all the possession we had in that like half an hour period where we looked to be really in control of the game the keeper never made a save, mm. it wasn't the fact that we were making chances and missing no. them we weren't creating the chances which at least in the games like, and if you go back to the Wednesday game when Graven puts that header wide even Jones had that header as well Vaughan had a couple of good chances um, Derby game, you know we were getting shots on goal mm. go back a bit further um, and I suppose, and even the Leeds game, you mm. know there was a few there early on but in this game the keep was never being tested, mm. and the attacking threat looked really blunt. And I, don't, I, I don't want to turn this into a sort of slagger match where we just criticise Vaughan the whole time. But if you're going to play four four two, and you're going to have a forward who you can excuse from scoring goals because of the so-called work he does off the ball, then you need goals from elsewhere and goals yeah. from midfield. And it doesn't look like Sunderland have that in the side yeah. really. McGeady grabbing. Potentially Honeyman, and Honeyman's only scored two for Sunderland. You know, I know he hasn't. He's only played this season, really. But he's not somebody who you would think, right? He'll get us lots of goals from midfield. Yeah. So it, it reiterates Craig's point a bit, doesn't it? Um, about the centre forward. And again, I think ideally needs to come in. You've got to look at Honeyman and say, <clears throat> yeah, he's done really well in that. But we're not going to challenge for the top six if we've got like Honeyman in the team no. every week it wouldn't, not, it, wouldn't, like, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be fair to put that pressure no, on him either wouldn't, but we're not going to and, and, yeah. and no I mean the pressure of like having to rely on him every week yeah. I don't think even apart from like the arrogance yeah. of that a footballer naturally has like in a good way I don't think he would really be expecting to be relied on yeah. in the same way we're going to rely on McGeady 
but to go back to Vaughan slightly, it does mean that we're, that we're very basic in our approach. As soon as Vaughan is nullified, and if McGeady's a bit quiet, we don't really have anything. And I think going to 4-3-3, like Craig said, um, you know, maybe put Gibson in the midfield or, you know, even McNair when he's fit. And we could adopt, because we are going to still play quite direct, we could adopt a similar sort of approach to what we saw under Allardyce in, in an attacking sense, not necessarily defensively. But, you know, someone like Graben could adopt that more when Barini actually, you know, was playing well and grafting quite a lot and, and you know, cutting inside as well, looking to get in chances. McGeady would be that more Kasri type of player who's maybe not going to do as much tracking back, but you know, going to be the one there just to create things, and you've got the set pieces as well. But then we need that poacher type, the mm. Defoe type player. That's hopefully where someone like, you know, McCormack or even Jordan Rhodes, well, who we've like been linked talking with, about Rhodes this morning, but... would fit into that. So What's he going to cost you, Jordan Rhodes? Too much. Exactly. And we're not going to get McCormack and Rhodes on loan. We're not going to do two loan deals. And McCormack, you probably would want to avoid signing permanently. Cause... Well, he's going to go, isn't he? Well, you probably want to avoid Villa, Villa, Rhodes Bruce... permanently. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because Bruce, Bruce has always said he need they need to make room. Rhodes is what if if you signed Rhodes permanently, it's that same problem Newcastle are having now, where they've got loads of players who are on the books who are fine for the Championship but not good enough for the Premier League, and that's you know that with Jordan Rhodes, it's been that's been the case with them for more than five years now. Daryl Murphy was one of those names, yeah, yeah. That, and some of them were priced out of him for two million quid, which was when. <laughs> Alarm bells, I think, started ringing and we'll have a discussion I mean, about that because some people have made some tweets. Is there a lack of imagination? I mean, if you're going to level criticism, it's, it's um, the, the the approach to transfers. You know, is I think it's he could argue that there has been a lack of imagination in the transfer market again and he's basically just gone, right, I'm going to sign players that I know and I think I can get the best out of. Mm-hmm. The problem is that that's all very well saying that with certain players... But you know when you, when you've got a couple of stinkers in there, you're like, well, you know that that's when the questions are asked, and you know you look at other teams who've gone up or challenge at the top, or you know they they've been a bit cleverer and they've gone and looked abroad to see what the kind of players that can bring in and players maybe who are playing at a high level in other countries who'd be willing to drop down. Their wages are going to be lower because they're the way where they're playing the countries that they're playing in. Um, so you haven't got that sort of real contrast where here like the drop financially for somebody to go into the championship is massive and obviously there's players like McCormack who are obviously on stupid money in the championship who they can't shift because nobody can afford to take them on Um, I don't know I just think like maybe you look at and it sounds a little bit like oh but they did it so it must work but you look at a the couple couple of players that Leeds have brought in that size who was excellent against us um, and looked excellent again at the weekend Um, so yeah um, you can generally only take one approach can't you and uh, Sunderland have gone for the manager who knows his division somebody who's improved the side he's taken care of stop the rot very yeah. much he knows the division so in, in that respect he's going to go for players who you think he, he knows and he trusts and he and he thinks he knows how to, to get the best out of them so I, th- I can understand that where where, where Leeds have, have, have took uh, it's a bit of a gamble going that way again it always is when you go abroad uh, with, a, with a manager who then has his eye on the foreign market because sometimes that doesn't work when it works it's great sometimes it doesn't know there's an interesting comment about the, the Leeds manager actually but We'll have a little break because somebody else needs to use the studio, and then when we come Stop back, giving these things we'll away. Stop it. giving no, these no. things away. No go. magic left. No, eventually. All, all, all you see is people might we, go. We've got some of your tweets to read out. We'll do that when we come back. No, because it might, I want to make the point about the Leeds manager, and it might seem incongruous to go to a break and then come back and do that. It's not a cliffhanger. A very quick point on that, though. The Leeds thing—they've just appointed a new director of football. Sunderland. Apart from Allardyce, it's been evidence we've got no scout network yeah. at all. But the field well, we, we bring one in, attempt. they'll bring like we've got this new bloody blah. Yeah, he yeah. comes in, and he's gone like in six months, yeah. or he's gone somewhere and else. That, that's that's why we can't find these gone. players. Sums up because we don't have anyone. Sunderland's dealing in the last few them. years, doesn't it? We're going to read out some of those tweets because they're really good when we come back. Actually. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. 
Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Okay, we have some of your tweets now. Some good ones here as well. So we're going to uh, discuss some of the points uh, you are you are making as listeners. Um, just to just to follow on from what we were talking about and what Craig mentioned specifically, uh, Peter Stamp asks if we're being too adventurous, too up top, uh, an attack-minded McGeady. Should we not button down the hatches for a while and go for a few nil-nil or one-nils? Now I want to follow on from that because it's kind of a um, an insinuation that Grayson's not not changing things enough, and a couple of people have have mentioned Simon Grayson um, here as well. So we will go for that. Uh, Matthew M. Jack O says Grayson lack of plan B. Probs down to who he has available. Um, he also makes a point on the away, calica- away allocations um, attracting some less than desirable people. It's not how he worded it. Um, <laughs> Neil, the white kafu, can any blame be attached to Grayson when Terry Butcher was allocated a larger transfer budget 24 years ago, surely on a hiding to nothing? Christopher Wynn, early days, and we've played teams expected to be in the top six apart from Barnsley. Is Graham's performance so far below par or as expected? Chris also says, hope you get our air con, lads, because it's going to be a warm day. Well, it's not here, actually, because me and Gareth had this discussion on the way yeah, down. The, re- the whole country is supposed to have a heat wave, and yet it's cloudy. It's still quite warm, though. Hmm. It's a bit humid. The studio here is always really hot as well. I think. It depends. Regardless. Sometimes it's freezing and sometimes it's definitely, it's definitely it's on the colder day, side of the day. Yeah. So well, the, thanks for the concern, but we are okay. <laughs> on that point, though, because I was going to make my point about the the Leeds manager, wasn't I? So people talking about Grayson, and I think you know, I think he's doing all right. Um, but interesting though, there was somebody saying about how when is it Christensen? Was in, in was interviewed for the Leeds job. He did a presentation about how um, about how he would have what he would have done in games. The key games that Leeds lost last season that stopped them getting into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Bob Bradley did that when he had his Swansea did interview. Just, so maybe just, this is just thing. saying. Or maybe, this, <laughs> or maybe maybe this is is something that. Do you think Grayson did that? No, probably not. Um, do you think certain other English managers do that? Probably not. Maybe it's a cultural Aldice thing. Aldice does this famously, does it, didn't he? For oh, the did, England yeah, job, the England when McLaren got it. Head of his time. Um, but yeah. No, uh, he tried to, but they didn't have the... Nah. Oh, yeah, it was a problem, wasn't it? Even yeah. like a basic Microsoft PowerPoint, he couldn't, he couldn't <laughs> even play one of those out. Yeah, but it, it, it just thought it was quite interesting because it's, it's about that. That's somebody there who's clearly displaying... You know, the, he's going. This is how I can change things. I want a, a very broader picture about what he want, how he wants to approach things. And you have to say for Leeds at the moment, they look at sort of dark horses for promotion, don't they? They've got some yeah. good quality in there, and they've they've defensively very good. Um, but yeah, just thought I was interesting. Um, they also had a bit of money to spend as well, which yeah. we haven't really had. Can Grayson change it around with what he has or not? No. No, I you couldn't put an extra midfielder in, for example. You could bear in mind the first six months of this show when it started was us mourning about playing four four two and not having an extra man in midfield because well, we were being overrun. I know no, that hasn't been true of every game. Well, what what would what would you do? Put or Gucci in, or because he's not obviously Kazri's on the off the Christmas card list. <laughs> um, so. I don't know. What what could you do? Put Gucci in. Put Gibson in. I'm asking. In. Could he do anything? Does he need signings? I mean, but it's like, what is that though? It's like it's not. It's not like you. It's all you just go and I'll do that, and then yeah, it's, it's not, not going to like go all blimey. Make us more dynamic no, or anything. Really. And I think with this, the options he's got at the moment, the best Grayson can do is just make us functional and solid and hard to beat, which 
I know at the, well. at, the, at the start of the season we were kind of saying that would be nice, but I suppose you do want something else, don't you? We need that little bit more. Well, they, these to, defeats to can happen, that. even in yeah. seasons yeah. Oh, where totally. we've, we've been all right. I mean, we, we talk a lot, don't we, about the, the Redden 4 0 defeat yeah. in the season we got the playoffs and Peter Reid was on the brink of being sacked there, and that was way more into the season than we are now when we went to Redden and lost 4 0. Earlier in the season as well, probably similar to where we are now, I remember because I went down with my dad and we went to Podville. Who were a championship three, player and got I mean. turned over three one and I could have, but it could have been six or seven one. They absolutely destroyed us. Even like Roy so, Keane when you know four one away at Preston early on mm, and three um, one away at Ipswich, Ipswich as well. Like they do happen. It's the championship. There's always teams who are looking there or thereabouts. Colchester beat us three one on the Keane as well. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. You know. You you can't. You know. You can't just think. Oh well, we've been beaten twice. We're in bother the yeah. same way you couldn't think. Oh, we've had a good start. We're definitely going to go up. It's, yeah, exactly. You know, like a rip switch going to keep up that yeah. form. For all example. you need, all you need in in this league is like two or three wins on the bounce. Yeah, and all of a sudden you're back in the mix. And to even go back to that keen season, I remember Christmas. It was Preston and Cardiff were like leaving the way, leading the way, mm. and come the and come the end of the season, neither of them were in the playoffs. Mm, yeah. It's all about putting your runs together at the and right Mills time. Mills have done that a few times. Yeah, yeah. They, where they've been top and, and Derby as well. Yeah, famously, com- yeah. they do it every season comfortably in in position and and then mess it up. Does the defeat change expectations? John Adamson is asking. He's saying assuming mid-table is likely expectation for season. What changes on and off pitch would constitute success or at least progress? Are you still aiming for playoffs now, or is, is the oh, you've got to go are the two defeats to, give yeah, give you a bit that. of a bloody nose now when you think and like right. That's always got to be the target. Stabilise, but yes, yeah, stability and just showing the showing the start of that. Of it's overrated this idea to to strive for stability. <laughs> make Boring, go, isn't just it? Make a go of it, man. This is getting a relegation battle again. <laughs> That's more I fun. Said, said um, in the bit I wrote recently about how you know everyone keeps on saying, "Oh, you know, you're enjoying the championship more or, or whatever." And you know that the not I was saying like the novelty will wear off quickly if firstly you you lose games yeah. and you don't improve the squad and if we get to we've lost against Barnsley because you've got to have that down as a win if you're being serious mm-hmm. about being near the top of the league. Um, so we've lost that but game. Barnsley beat Villa at home. They beat no, somebody else's home. But they've lost. But you know we've lost that game on the back of an, another defeat. So that's two on the bounce. We're going to the international break. We've not signed anybody since we signed uh, Jason Steele, have we? Yeah, that's right. So, um, <laughs> that was what? Well, before quite a while ago. Before the Celtic game. Nearly, yeah. nearly a month ago. Um, so, we've got three days of the window to go now, and I think if if we don't bring the right players in, or some players, that I think there's going to be a massive... I think the novelty will have worn off because there'll be a lot of people going, "Oh, we've lost those games," and on the back of that, what you know, what have we got? Yeah. You know, we can't. It's abundantly clear we can't continue with Vaughan yeah. and Vaughan support and grabbing through the middle. Because at least in those early games, you could see what the idea was, and and we were starting to do something. But if this squad doesn't get improved or even just get some depth added to it, that is going to stagnate, and it's and it's going to be like, well, I can't see what. Progress is being made, or what progress is potentially going to be made, and I think that I think there'll be any misgivings will be forgiven to to a certain extent if you can always see that progress coming. But like you say, the novelty will wear off and it will start stagnating, and that's when people get frustrated. And a couple of people mention transfers and or the lack of income and transfers. Um, LD community nurse, what a shot really doing with SAFC pulled us off the market, but yet won't put any more money into transfers and we also have John Oliver I think Martin Bain has to have a good transfer window he's not delivered in the last two frustration would be the word that would how, sum up how can we say though that how we if you can't if if, if Grayson's been absolved from, bla- from blame for his for, for whatever because he's only had so much to spend then Bain's working on Bain's working under the same restrictions. Yeah. He's it's, so it's not his fault either. If it's mm-hmm. if it's not if it's you either blame them both or you don't blame either of them right. because possibly that could be ended short rather they're, than they're working under the same restrictions. So 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 rephrase that question and put Short's name in, in, instead of Bain's. But then again, I've said this about Ellishaw plenty of times. How many how many times 
can he dip into his pocket? And people can say, well, oh, but if you do this now, then all of a sudden everything will be better. It's like, how many times have you done that before? You know, and I think that's the, no. I think that's fair, but gets, but they get to the point where like the argument would be in the Premier League when he's done it. He's done it. He's done it extensively, and yeah, he, he spent. Yeah. He's pulled out thirteen million quid to, to buy Didier and Dong, for example. That was just last season. Not to mention the millions and millions we've wasted on players now. But there's got to be it's a line. Fair, though. No, there has got to be a line. But do you think the line is is spending three less than two million quid? No, I don't. I, there might be there might be reasons why this is happening though, because. The, the counter argument is always found the money so if the money isn't there this time then you could argue well there must be a good reason I know some people won't see it like that and some people will say that's rubbish but every club you ever see where we know we follow loads of different fan accounts on through the wise men say twitter because of all the different fans we we get on the show for the previews but all of them will be saying exactly oh we want more money there's all everyone always wants Fifty million is not enough. We want sixty million. We want seventy million. We want eighty million. And but that's the mentality of football no, fans I know. now. We, we've always agreed with this. So when I've always been on you know, the same, and I, I get slagged off on Twitter for backing shot. Um, funnily, um, well, not funnily, but um, I, I get slagged off for backing shot because I, I would agree in the Premier League. I think he did as much as any owner of a club like Sunderland could have done. I do think this season's been... I'm not expecting them, and I've said it before, to go out and spend the, the amount that Newcastle spent last season and stuff like that. But that squad at that level, despite Saturday and despite Leeds, is is better than a lot of people think. And just two or three more signings, even for, for fairly cheap and a similar price range to what he's spending on players now, could make all the difference. But this is, and this it's is frustrating. But this is the point I made earlier, though. So, if that's the case, and why, why are we lazily trying to get people like McCormack and Rhodes... Because we know the situation. Yeah, if, you, if, you've got, if you've got the budget, you need <clears throat> to be being. It's not. It's, it goes back to the scouting problem, yeah. doesn't it? We don't have anything in place to be to you know be a bit more outside the box. It's not. It's if that's your transfer. If if this is the the money you've got to spend, and that's your transfer, and then you've got to align your transfer strategy with that. Yeah. And then it almost feels as though like they're just going well. We're going to try and get players in that we can't really afford. For whatever reason that may yeah. be, or we can't do the deal until this X, Y, and Z happens. Where's the plan B? You know, I mean, and, and, and the bottom line is, if they don't, we've had this with the the striker debate um, under Moyes, where you know it was we didn't bring in Azure, and then as a result we didn't get anybody. And you know, my opinion at the time was, well, I can understand in this situation why they did that. This time they hasn't that excuse because they need to bring the players in because. It's a new season. They're trying to. They, Baines come out and said, for the first first time anybody said it in the recently that we want to get promoted. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're challenging for promotion. That's what he says. So if the budget's there, they've got to make sure they maximise yeah. that budget the best they possibly can instead of chasing after people like McCormack yeah. and potentially Rhodes, who are probably going to be on an absolute ridiculous amount of wages. So we'll have to do ridiculous negotiation. You know. It can be done, like we've seen with when he brought in Corny Kazri and and Don. Yeah, and, and, and that goes and back Doyen. to that he, that he does find the money. But I think the, I think you can blame Short for what he's done, but not for what he's doing now. If that makes yeah. sense, because he has always found the money that is leading us to the situation where we are now. There's obviously massive financial problems at the club, which means yeah. we can't spend the money, and that is Ellis Short's fault in in the in the most well-meaning way. He's, but he's backed people naively and you know employed wrong people, which you know is a whole other debate entirely. But you know, Grace, for better, Grace, or, for Grace better or for worse, that's the that's the situation we're now. And Grayson is fully aware of that, and he's paying for it, isn't he? No, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but he's we, the, we, but according to it, we're all paying for it. But we weren't mourning when the fees were being doled out at the time and saying, oh, oh yeah, yeah, totally. You know, so as, as supporters, you know, the the bottom line is with Shaw, we're very superficial. However, however, <laughs> however. People want to to spin it, or people think I'm talking a lot of rubbish. But bottom line with short is he's given managers money and he's backed managers, and they haven't delivered on the pitch, and that's why we're in free fall for the last five years. Yeah. And now we're, we're we're here because he kept on trying to spend his way out of it. It's only natural that you're going to have a little bit of apprehension about thinking, you know, what do we need? Do we do that yeah. again? Do we want to be in Aston Villa? Because it hasn't really worked for them, has it? They've spent a fortune. 
you know, there's there's other clubs in the in the league who I still think haven't spent I still as think much in our competing. Clever, let it be honest. But um, you know, but but you look at them last season, and you look at Middlesbrough this season. Well, I mean, it's, Wolves you know, would be the example because they aren't they they're saying they could be really struggling if they don't get promoted next year. They're going to get hammered by the taxman apparently. And the well, FFP is going to come in. They're saying they've 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 banked on being promoted this yeah. year with the money they're thrown behind things. And, and I think most people get that. I do, but I, it's. Still, it's hard to be he, rational he about it like that, though. Yeah. If you if you if you've travelled to Barnsley yeah, and you're no, watching the team get beat three, you just it's understandable. With, with, with the Pickford money, which let's be fair, because Pickford's sort of he hasn't come from nowhere because we've been aware of it. We've been aware of him. Uh, Proctor's been banging on him for three <laughs> years before he before he even got in the first team. But he's you know he's he's commanded a thirty million quid transfer yeah. fee, which is kind of money they weren't expecting as well. And I think people would just like to have seen. Even just a little yeah. bit. Well, seven, seven no million. one was well. expecting it all to be invested, were there? But I think we were all hoping well, about ten million. Yeah, or so. yeah, how, yeah. third or half of it. Yeah. yeah. But how much? How much of that has gone to pay for and Dong? How much of that has gone to pay for Jilabodji? <laughs> how much of that fee has gone to pay for Ricky Alvarez? Oh God, yeah. So that, say say we only paid half. So it, I bet you it was less. But say we only paid half the thirteen. So there's six and a half. And how apparently much have we one, got written apparently off the of and Gibson? Apparently it was one for um, one we paid up front for Gillibodji. Yeah. So there's seven, so that's what nearly fourteen million. Say we say we have to pay for Alvarez, how are we paying for Alvarez? Yeah. So that's ten. So that's twenty four. How much was in how much did we owe Everton for Gibson and, and Oviedo? There's seven million quid. How much of that did we pay? So there's like twenty million accounted for. And and as well, you don't know if we're still paying off some managers to some well, extent we'll be, as well. We'll definitely be someone, paying off someone, managers. someone like Poyer, theoretically, and could still be paying off. Yeah, Canio had a two-year contract, and we sacked them after six months of it. You know, the only ones well, Advocat won't be, Allardyce won't be, and Moyes. I don't know. There might be might well, have been some settlement with probably him. Probably would have been. So. Well, just goes back just, to that ongoing just wait until, mess. Just isn't wait it? until Kasri Kony and Don go on but deadline. Is, on deadline, yeah, <laughs> and, and none of that money goes. In, always, I, none of that money goes I back. Just always, team. I always think that it's a lot of surface level thinking. It's a lot of like what it all looks like at the top, and well, they're spending this money, they're spending that money, so we should be able to spend money. I don't understand why he can't just spend this money. He's a millionaire or billionaire. He's got all this money. How can he not afford? How can he not just afford to, to spend the money? And it. It's not as simple as that, yeah, and you're and bound like, by like financial fair and then play and then and it stuff all like then the, well. there's all the debates about all the redundancies and be, that's all because of that. It probably isn't, to be quite honest. Some redundancies would be probably because of relegation, but they said they were going to change the direction yeah, of the football club and do different things, and, they've, and they've, so they've decided to gut that part of the the business. Like, Scrap the concerts and have friendlies against Selic. Great idea, right? <laughs> um, Jack asks, "What is your thoughts on the Kasri situation?" We 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 spent all the of Kasri last section. We, we spent all of <laughs> all last got our season. coffees in for yeah. the Kasri section. We yeah. did though, didn't we? We spent all of last season saying how we wanted to play Kasri. What's interesting is his clear disinterest now or, or lack of attitude. Now well, some he claims he isn't disinterested. Well, no, he, he does, yeah, because he put out that Instagram uh, message today, and he saying that he always gives everything and stuff like that. Um, the second reply to that was quite, <laughs> it's quite funny and quite direct. Um, can you can you let us know what it is? No, it was, or is it a bit too? Yeah, it does that mean Gareth's going to definitely have to, have to click, click another, another button? Yeah. That one, I think. Um, yeah, but w- w- what's interesting is that, and, and a lot of people said this last year, and even Proctor made the point. I'm saying, well, when he does, when he comes on, Moyes puts him on. Is he doing enough to show that he should be back in the side? But that is not the casualty we saw under Allardyce yeah. because he would chase down. Everything and he put, didn't he? And it, yeah. from his very first it game, is. and you thought, "Wow, who's this, who's this guy? He's running himself into the ground." So th- that's not happening anymore. So it, it's it's a, it is all right to change your mind on a player when when he, when he gives you that. I think when he crosses I the just, line, I think with him, I do feel a bit sorry for him. Like at the end of the day, he's only human. And if we go back to a year ago, where he's played brilliantly for that second half of the season, been a massive part of keeping us up. I know the managers changed now and everything. But then you just get totally ostracised from the team, which there might be things you don't know about, fair enough, but to not even get a chance in the team until you're already relegated, that West Ham game where he was brilliant, you are gonna that is gonna affect you in some way, and you are gonna you are gonna feel annoyed about that. And then when you're only even now only getting your chance off the bench, it's hard to play your way into the game off the bench like he played a Carlisle though and was very poor yeah no yeah well I don't I didn't say the Carlisle yeah, game to be he fair he was and uh, uh, some of you just thinks well he thinks he's not in the Premier League now anymore and he doesn't have the window to 
to showcase his, ta- yeah. his talents now, perhaps. But there's a better way to go about it. I mean, that would be the counter-argument. Look, Corner, who, you know, we had the issues with him last year. At the minute, he's been a professional and, you know, bad form to the weekend there's or whatever. Of, I think there's just lots of, like, conspiracy <clears throat> theories and assumptions about about people and players and, you know, I think let's not all harbour under this impression that, like, people care about playing for Sunderland. People, the reason, we've talked about this before, People, even people like Graben and that will be coming to Sunderland because they'll go, oh, this is a great chance for me yeah, yeah, totally. to succeed. doesn't want to come and do you can, brilliant things You can harness that in the right way, though. Yeah, you, you're, you're right, but it's just, you know... No, no, Kaz, I, I don't disagree been, at all. Kasri should have been excellent at the start of the season, mm-hmm. given his ability, um, and he hasn't done it for whatever reason. Um, and then he obviously... Stupid! Everyone loves a good uh, explosive interview on French television. Apparently, <laughs> um, if you play in England, then you're out of favour. Um, so it must just be the thing. So he's gone and done that, which is stupid. Um, but then it did all like so he, he walked to the bench with a cup of coffee, and it's like a big thing. <laughs> this is it. It's just stupid, class. but stupid. So what? Like they all eat Haribo in the dressing room. Yeah. You see, you watch somebody eating some Haribo. You're going to like, report them to the. <laughs> police or something <laughs> like that turns just kind of Haribo yeah like some would look yeah. quite ridiculous yeah but if you're eating like tang fast sticks yeah yeah then like dolphins like like a, you get in the um, cinema like uh, a giant tarantulas yeah. and that giant yeah. rats if we're like having a full on pick and mix that would be like a bit before weird. I came on as a sub just like having a bit <laughs> known do you think that's what you know those um, protein is it protein gels or whatever they are do you think that's what it is yeah it is like massive gummy bear just being squeezed through a tube but maybe it was an energy drink, and they only had coffee cups to put them in. But maybe to be fair, we don't know coffee. what was in the cup. Exactly. We what, never saw. Yeah. What's the matter with having a cup of coffee? <laughs> what's well, the matter with like, a cup of coffee? Like, isn't it supposed to a be a diuretic? Like, well, right, but it's got stimulant as well, isn't it? Yeah, but then apparently, like, you crash a little bit, don't you? Apparently, like it is. Well, I, but I think it takes about three or four hours. But who cares? Like, oh, I'm not. I'm not bothered. Yeah, like, but why? Why? It's like he's got pint. Why has it become this thing? Like, well, the same people in morning were probably the ones who who hark for the old days in football when, like Billy Bremner, like, he was going out for a fag at half time uh, and exactly. stuff like well, that. Well, that's it as well, isn't it? <laughs> it's like it's just this weird, like, like now he's the word, he's he's this fat bald c word apparently, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, fair, right, fair enough. He's, he's being crap, but it, it's 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 weird how these myths like perpetuate. Oh, he's fat now. It's like, well, if you look and probably put him next to Lyndon Gooch on the pitch, there's probably not too. Far, yeah. They're probably not too far apart in body makeup. They're very similar shaped people. They've got big, big back anyway. sides and look you at know. Andy Reid. Uh, exactly, but like the thing is, when things aren't going well, everything's a problem. And you know, but certain players can do yeah. whatever they want. Darren Gibson goes out on the lash and tells it like it is. Apparently, <laughs> that's fine for him to tell it like it is. Some players go for a meal in a restaurant and. The disrespecting the football. Well, club. Joseph Burton's asked about this, and this was going to be obviously because another tweet that I, I knew we, we could have a discussion on. Um, and when I did see, is anything you want to get off your chest for us to discuss? That was how I worded the tweet to get interaction. And Joseph Burton said, "The fact that we're professionals think it's a good idea to go to the pub every time they have been hammered." Now we've had this discussion. I'm sure everybody is. Uh, everybody has um, off air, and I, I think I made the point that. I think if you physically been to the Barnsley game, then walked into a pub and, and, and saw players there, instinctively you'll be a little bit annoyed inside because the performance are put in. Rationally thinking, they're not playing football again for a couple of weeks. They've gone to a pub after a bad day at the office. Yeah. What 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 what's the matter with well, that? They might have prearranged to go for a meal after the game for like team bonding. Who knows? Yeah. Like nobody. Yeah, the pub's a good place drinking. to sort out issues at times, isn't yeah. it? And you don't know the way they're acting as well. Know, That's the big thing, in, isn't in, it? Like maybe they were getting things off the chest. Yeah, yeah. And having just having a quiet drink or whatever. Getting, yeah. And getting convers- having conversations about the game and saying, right, what do we need to improve? You hear so many stories about club about um, teams improving performances. And then you hear anecdotes about players saying we went to the pub and we sorted it out. And we had a good old clear-the-air meeting in the pub. And you hear about this all the time, yeah. don't you? It's a great place for stuff like that, the pub, isn't it? Loads, good for loads of things. <laughs> Love Drink, pubs. Love drinking pubs, and mate. that's really good for that. If any pubs want to sponsor yeah, us and offer us free <laughs> beer. The Peacock, well, Stephen. And the, if any, Southwark, if any, the Southwark Brewery if any, this Saturday. If any other pubs want to uh, yeah, offer yeah, us some yeah. free beer. Yeah, but... It, <laughs> Yeah, somewhere it, between Sunderland and London, yeah. like thing, somewhere in the middle. The worst things about that 
photo. Billy Jones, no socks on. Secondly, the botanist, which is crap. I'm still calling. I've, I've never been in. I'm like, still. Crap. I'm still calling yeah. uh, ankle socks. Takes you socks. about eighty minutes to get a drink. I'm still. Like, yeah, I'm still calling rubbish. ankle socks. I've got some ankle socks where it makes you look like you're not wearing any socks. Well, why don't you just not wear socks and then we're gonna all call you out on it? <laughs> instead of pretending to be sock wearer. Uh, Anyone who goes around in board shoes and three-quarter length trousers is an absolute disgrace in my opinion. I think it's like kind of fair enough you're on holiday maybe, but it's not good like luck. you're wearing flip-flops. Yeah. Or if, you're on a hol- if you're on holiday, you, uh, yeah, if you're on holiday... I'd wear shorts and, and trainers with ankle socks on yeah, holiday. Yeah. I'd wear ankle socks, but, yeah, but not you, no socks. No, but the, ankles, the proper ankle socks make it look like you're not wearing yeah, socks. Yeah, you don't see them. Yeah. Wouldn't wear jeans and no socks. Yeah, that's a bit of an issue. It's a massive issue. It's worse than his defending. That, yeah. it's, well, indef- it's indefendable. Maybe that's a consequence of his defending. Need some proper socks. Yeah. <laughs> if only it was that simple. <laughs> if only it was. <laughs> but I know, but I mean, no, it's like, an improvement if, for Catamol just to sit there and be civilised because he, he had a night out in Newcastle yeah. once and went and kicked wing mirrors off cars. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? If, if after yeah. that they were like, if, if they were having a night out and they were like, you know getting really pissed and then like you know giving it the big and or whatever then i think people would have a right to be a bit annoyed by that plus it gives but, michael martin the opportunity to, to mention the players probably live near there anyway uh, and yeah. try and try and get a rise out of you yeah he'll lives, be listening lives in chesley street <laughs> he probably would be listening yeah. Uh, yeah obsessed with how sunderland is a city and he doesn't yeah. even live in newcastle yeah. himself <laughs> it's a big big labor supporter but um doesn't like to have a go at working class roots in sunderland yeah. no. that's it that's a go on about like Im- impo- slightly impoverished yeah, like, like, impoverished, like slightly of, less yeah. well-off areas yeah. and then go on about yeah. how you're a massive socialist yeah, yeah, no, yeah. that works confused man <laughs> <laughs> if he's not listening someone's going to tell him about Who else this can we have a go at <laughs> yeah let's have our own clear the air here well, this is on the, last, the air this is last clear. i mean Craig, i'm more offended by Craig clark not uh going to the pub and not coming in today than i am the sun and players going out to the point where i feel, that, like, I feel yeah. like i feel like i feel like we should um cross them off the trip to london now <laughs> like um like uh, like, well, roy, no, like roy keen with his who was it with his saying and uh saying um full up full up yeah what would keen think of Craig today, he'd be absolutely. <laughs> well, we need to like since we're all going to London on Saturday, there needs to be some kind of what Keane, punishment yeah. for him. What Keane would do is um, probably like take him out and like just make him drink the same amount again, yeah, and then like say right, like when, like when, train. like when a dad like catches their child smoking, smoking and in, the cup, in, the cup, in the cupboard, don't they? So that basically, on the way down to London, we're going to make Craig smoke <laughs> about eighty times. No, we'll just make him drink. He said it was rum that did the damage, so we'll make him sit in the boot. With, yeah, with some rum. Well, no, because and you see, you're not, yeah. you're not getting out of the car's boot. not very big you, either, Craig. You're not getting out of the boot until you finish that rum. We've got it, but we've got to <laughs> share like a studio apartment for three between four of us on no. that night. So I don't want any. There'll be probably one toilet which will end up, and he'll, abu- he'll, he'll abuse, abuse it. <laughs> to be quite frank. So well, we'll do a dirty protest. We're, we're under the Simon Grayson budget for this trip, aren't we? Yeah, well, the, the, the Bracewell budget. Sleeping <laughs> in the to be car. fair, we're in a travel lodge last time, so that's a <laughs> Bracewell. Yeah, yeah, no, that'd be yeah. sleeping if we slept in the that's car. That's what I just said. That was yeah. A, oh, sorry. That. I didn't yeah, hear that. you will be sorry. <laughs> yeah, sleeping in the car. Um, outside. You'll go around the brewery selling like dodgy knockoff DVDs in there. There's a handful in of gear. T- handful of tickets for that list. There is a handful of tickets. So. Yeah, that'll be... Um, Get your song up, sell night. along. Yeah, it will be. Craig there's, will be in 11, I think there's 11 tickets left online, which is uh, it's not, very, not many. very many, is it, really, when you think about it? Yeah, free pint. Yeah, free f- pint. There'll be food. food. I'm going to make... Got bought the ham yesterday, ham and peas pudding sandwiches for the for the exiles. So oh, that'll be quite nice. There's even there's nice some touch. people coming down from Sunderland for it. I mean, that is commitment. Oh, yeah, didn't he say his girlfriend's going out like, West Central pe- or something? There's two people. Two people coming from Sunderland. Wise men say it away. I wonder what West End show they're going to see. It might be better than us. Yeah, well, no, <laughs> it might it feel not. a bit bad. It will be. We're yeah. cheaper, to be fair, us. But nah, unless it's Jersey Boys, that's impossible. Right. I've not seen Jersey Boys. Oh, you should. It's right. It's on in August. He going? loves Jersey I'm, Boys. I, I know it is. Yeah. I'm back. I know. I'm there. He's back. I'm there. Get I'm you back. my discount, Stephen. Don't worry. It will be the fourth time I've yeah. watched it. Jersey right. Boys okay. away. <laughs> we'll all go. Yeah. <laughs> and take flags. Yeah. Seeing short out. 
potato tops off, <laughs> do yeager bombs and everything. Be class. This are is you, not what we're about. Are you, <laughs> are you watching Ella's show? Yeah. And then everyone will go on about how we're in Newcastle having a night out there instead of like watching it in Sunderland. Yeah. Mm. Oh, they're in Newcastle. They're back in Sunderland as well. Oh, it's on, oh, they're in Newcastle, it's on in Newcastle this time oh, next year. Yeah. That's, what, that's what I was saying. Get your the they're, on in, they're on in, I think, March in Sunderland. So. The lure of two Nandos was too much for them. Yeah. So if you are listening and you think they're going to watch them, don't go to the Newcastle one. Unless whether, you want to use my discount, whether, to be fair, whether, whether, slightly cheaper tickets. Whether Rory works there or not. As long as it's not Saturday night. Because Rory uh, has forgot his route, he earned his money <laughs> in Newcastle, so you don't, don't do that. It's on at the Empire, go to the one, go to there, and put the economy back in a Sunderland, because we don't have concerts anymore. <laughs> yeah. We've got Young Frankenstein on at the minute, Mel Brooks was really? there. Mel there Brooks on, was there? He was there on Saturday, yeah. Really? I wasn't working, but I saw the photos on Facebook. Wow. Only time for him not, not to be at work. Amazing. You need to start getting comments off these people for the show. Just ask yeah. them what to think about Sunderland, even if it's just stare at you blankly. <laughs> Who am I going to guess? Yeah. Vincent and Flavia from Strictly Come Dancing. Yes. Yeah. Like, comment on who they are, but yes. <laughs> yeah. I could have got Ian McCallum last year. Yeah. Just see your, just see your opinion on Sunderland and then, like, see how random and yeah. surprised and Credit good Craig, responses are. He, got, he, he went to like Corbin, he got Corbin. Yeah, you saying McCallum couldn't get him. <laughs> couldn't get him. Flavia and. Who else? I'm Coffee, think Coffee got famous couldn't get him on. Mel Brooks um, couldn't get him on. Well, I've not, I've not even met him yet. That, that we're gonna make this your mission. To uh, he, all right, get as many comments from. I mean, it'll be vastly unprofessional. People don't care. Gary Lucy, he'll be on something. <laughs> oh, he, Gary Lucy's been on four. Yeah, he was in the four, Monty. Yeah, he was in that. We were in the uh, Duncow, and there, it was like a Hollyoaks reunion or something. <laughs> it was just like all these people have been Hollyoaks and a fella off dinner ladies. Not the one who played. Yeah, Kevin. yeah. The Not one the who, one who played Kevin's dad in in uh, the Kevin, one who played Victoria Woods like, like love, love interest. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was in it as well. So should have got their opinions. Should but have. We didn't. But I'll have a think. Who else famous we've got coming up? We should be loads of people. It's a Get a, com- a comedian. <laughs> Comedians like football. Be f- oh, we've got Henning Venn Hen- is on uh, he soon. Likes his, the, yeah, he's a Schalke fan, I believe. Is he really? So, there you go, get, get him on. on that. Some irreverent viewpoints. Yeah. You can talk about Eric Chupo-Morting or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Little, he plays in red and white now. Yeah, 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 there you go. There's anyway. Kirchhoff, he played for Schalke, briefly. Yeah. This has gone on far too long, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it has. End us. End it. Say thanks for listening, Stephen. If you're still there. Just like that. All right, thanks for listening. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.